going on, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Revived, episode number 19. I am your host, as always, Shane Craig, and joining me is the lovely Jesse Craig. Hello. If you don't know, Podcast Revived is where we share our love of tech, gaming, and nerd culture with all of you lovely people. We record every week. We post every week on YouTube as well as all of the major podcasting services like iTunes and Spotify. Be sure to leave a like or a rating wherever you happen to be watching or listening. That helps us out a whole lot more than I think a lot of people know, and it takes you about half of one second to click that like button. So... Without further ado, I think we're going to do things a little bit differently this time. Usually, we try and make things nice and structured. You know, we have topics. We have things we're going to, you know, usually I've got three or four subjects and things that, you know, we're going to talk about. And, and I just got to thinking the other day that, uh, you know, for me, that the podcasts I enjoy the most are the ones that are the most conversational and free-flowing. And so I think we're going to consider episode 19 as maybe a little bit of an experiment because for this episode, I really don't have any topics. I really don't know what we're really going to talk about for the next 40 minutes. And I'm trusting, we'll find out. I'm trusting that we're just going to kind of figure things out. So I guess we should start things off with, with just kind of in the last week, you know, what, what have, what have we been up to? What have we been doing? And strangely enough, we've been playing a game that uh, I haven't played in many years. And not only have we been playing, we've kind of pulled like just like five of us now. Yeah. <laughs> playing pretty pretty much daily. We've been playing Minecraft. And it's been great. It's been good to delve back into that game. With, you it's know, like... it's my, myself, Jesse, my friend Jacob, my buddy Ray, and Daniel, who's on YouTube under Youngbread401, mm-hmm. all in this Minecraft realm, just getting after it, working hard. Yeah. Just doing our own things, making our own absurd uh, <laughs> I feel like we're creating like this giant kingdom, but all of us are very different in how we play Minecraft and what we're after. And it's been really interesting to me to see where we started and where we are now in just like a few days. Like it's been like what, like maybe four or five days, like like maybe a week or something. Yeah, something like so. that. Yeah, yeah, so- something something in that in that ballpark. Mm-hmm. What what um. What do you think it is about Minecraft that is so scalable? Because it, it's 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 like the biggest game on on Earth still somehow, and it's been out now for a long time, and it's it's a weird thing because like young kids like it, and even adults like it, and they play it in different sorts of ways. So wh- what do you think it is about Minecraft that is so infinitely scalable? Well, I I think the biggest part of it is the freedom. Like, you just start out in this world with nothing, and you get the freedom to do whatever you want with it. Um, I do think that there's a part of it that uh, is really enticing. I almost enter, like, almost like a trance-like state, and I'm not trying to be, like, metaphysical or anything. But it's like when you're driving, and you're just kind of, like, on autopilot, and you're just doing it, and you enter the state where you're not really having to think that much. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the state of mind that I get into when I'm creating, and I think pretty much everybody can kind of understand that a little bit. Like, you kind of get a little bit of an idea of what you want to do, and then you just go from there, and you start doing stuff you never really intended to do, you know? So, yeah, it's, it's very relaxing, too. I think that if there's a problem that I have with Minecraft, 
it's that the freedom is a double-edged sword for me because I, I feel like sometimes I run into moments where I, I, I don't really have a goal in mind. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I need a goal. I need, I need to be told yeah. sometimes, you know, initially you spawn and you've got nothing and the goal is obvious. Build a house. Get something. <laughs> get, you have nothing. Get some things. Build a house. You know, get shelter, equipment, start mining, coal, iron, mm-hmm. start looking for diamonds. Once you've gotten <laughs> to that point. I didn't do any of that. <laughs> right. Once you get to that point, then then for me, it's like, okay, well, like, what's next? And you know, I guess the answer is go to the nether, fight some of these bosses in the nether and so forth and so on. Yeah, none of those things are the things that I do. Um, now, I have done them, like, back when we played. Uh, we played for quite a bit, probably about, what, three or four years ago. We played on the PS4 for a while. Yeah. We would jump into each other's other's worlds, and, and I think it was yours or Jacob's world. We would go in there, and we had, like, this huge area, too. But um, for me, like, I tend to get stuck on wanting to terraform because the randomness of Minecraft kind of stresses me out a little bit. (laughs) I don't know what that is, if it's like a compulsive thing for me, but like where you started your house, there was like a bunch of deserty area. And I was like, okay, well, there's a spot right there. I can flatten that out and make a house. And then behind it, there's this like really random chaotic like mountain that just didn't have any order or sense to it. And I'm like, well, I'm going to flatten that out. And then I ended up turning it into a huge maze. And then like there was a pyramid and now I'm just working like literally like sections around me that are chaotic that bother me (laughs) by the way that they look, I'm going to flatten them and turn them into something. And it's just seeing where I can go from there. So yeah, and and you know it, it's interesting. You know, first off, I'm showing a, a aerial image of your unfinished maze. I want I want to point out that um, while I am flying, I'm proud in, of it. While I am flying in that picture, that was me pulling the server off of or our map off of the realm server and going into adventure mode so that I could fly to see the landscape we play in survival mode yeah we don't play yeah. in, in in creative <laughs> mode or whatever it's called and i've um, died many times in that maze <laughs> yeah in the creating of that maze it is really interesting i think to to watch like what everyone does how how everyone has sort of a different approach to things everyone gets gets caught up in their own projects and does things totally differently. Like I've got this kind of rustic looking house that's not too big. It's pretty small, but I don't really care. And yeah, because you're not in it that much. You're very, you're never in it. And then you've got this big yeah. expansive sandstone thing with this huge maze in the back, and Jacob's and got that this tree forest on top. <laughs> yeah, Jacob's got this insane lava waterfall that he worked on for like an hour, and he's and always a floating aquarium. Yeah, he's always working on these weird projects and like, you know, it's 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 interesting to see what motivates different people. Like I think Jacob's much more motivated to get gear and to go into the Nether where there are more intense fighting yeah, and, challenges. And more yeah, he he seems to be much more intrigued with that um than than maybe than maybe you are. I really enjoy exploring yeah. just wandering yeah. off and seeing what the that next is... hill might unveil. Yeah, I, I definitely like that, too. Um, I didn't do much of that in this playthrough because it seems like we got into a seed that doesn't really 
like it's a it's really a lot of desert and like prairie like well, i haven't seen we happen here we much happen, at all we happen to be near the desert but if you get out there's there's there are other forests yeah. and so forth not too far away but yeah i mean it, it's it's a it's a really like i i feel like you're definitely not motivated by the combat and fighting in Minecraft. You're no. you're like <laughs> you're much more I think you're sort of put tolerating the fighting while you build the things yeah. that you want to build. <laughs> I am for sure like it bothers me so much to have to fight. Like I'm I'm sitting there and I'm like, "Well, there's five of us and I really just want to sleep through the night so I can keep creating, but I can't." So I've just I've just been going in and I'm like, "Whatever, I'm going to fight and try and keep working through the night constantly." to get this damn thing done and i think i'm finally done with it so that's that's a good thing what's next i mean how do you decide what you're supposed to do next if you're not if you're not chasing the fight if you're not chasing the bosses um for me it's just seeing what i can i can create like i've never made like a pyramid and i was like and honestly the maze came out of my desire to do a pyramid i was like oh it'd be really cool to do like a traditional like egyptian pyramid that has like the maze like inside of it and then i was like well i'll just do the maze i've never done that before um one time back when playing on ps4 i created like a coliseum that was like really legit and then i took on this project where i was like well i'm gonna create a bridge to every island like on my map like i had my map and i played a lot on the ps4 and I went in and and I was like, okay, here's an island right here. Here's my home camp. I completely terraformed that whole area right there. It was a mountainous region, and I turned it into something different. And then I just bri like I created a bridge to every single place on my map. And I was like, I'm gonna turn this into a legitimate like continent, like a Jesse terraformed continent. Do you think that if you were playing in creative mode? that would lessen the feeling of accomplishment because it would be, oh, it would be so much easier. Yeah. Like it, it wouldn't be as fun to me if I didn't have to fight, if I didn't have to eat, you know, if I didn't have to do all this stuff, if the threat of death was not there, then my accomplishments wouldn't feel as fun. Sure. It's like, look what I did and look what I had to die 20 times to do. You know, there's yeah. It's not like the combat in Minecraft is like good. Cause it, it it's, it's really not. Um, but there's something about, there's something about the struggle because it can actually be difficult. Like, especially if you turn the difficulty up, even on normal, you know, it's not too bad, but there are moments where you can get yourself, it's precarious. I'll give you an example. The yeah. other day I was, you know, something happened and there was a part of my roof got messed up and I was building up to go fix that. And I have lava mm -hmm. kind of around my house. Like it's like a moat. And I'm doing this, and one of these stupid dragon things swoops down and knocks me oh, yeah. <laughs> into, like, perfectly into the lava. And I've got, mm -hmm. you know, diamond enchanted pickaxe. All my tools are enchanted, which, you know, these are all things that you have to work not for 10 minutes towards. You know, you've mm -hmm. probably had to work for a good Hours. amount of time towards. Mm -hmm. And I'm on fire. And on top of that, the moat is surrounded by a fence. You can't jump. So I'm like kind of yeah. stuck in so there. So you can't get out. So yeah. I managed to quickly tab, get a block of dirt into my inventory, jump, drop the block of dirt down right as I burned to death. So my, oh. my object stayed on top of that dirt. Well, so well, I was able good. to retrieve my items. But I nearly lost what could have been seen as Everything. hours worth of work 
yeah. just because a mob attacked me at the wrong time in the wrong place and things just went the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So there's something about that precarious nature of risk. It's like um, I'd find diamonds. And again, you know, diamonds only spawn, you know, from bedrock up to like square 16. So you have to dig mm-hmm. way down and they're rare. So you got to dig way down and then you got to start digging out and looking for diamonds and hoping you'll find a handful. Mm-hmm. But when you find them, you know, you make a tool, then you go and enchant that tool using this blue shift that you also find down pretty deep and an enchanting table that's made of, you know, stuff that's kind of hard to find. So whatever, you get this good tool. And then you almost, for me, I then I have that like struggle of like, well, this tool is, it's great. It's going to last forever. It's really effective. But it was so hard for me to get it. I almost don't want to yeah. carry it because I'm afraid I'm going to get out somewhere. I'm going to die. And I'm not going to be able to get back to my tools. I'm not going to be able to find them again. Jacob lost a whole bunch of his tools the other day. Yeah. Out looking for something up by the ocean. So there's this weird, like, give and take where I think I've got, like, 40 diamonds. And it's like, well, you should make something out of them. And I'm like, well, if I make something out of them, then I won't have them anymore. And then if I lose those <laughs> things, they'll be gone. So That's so funny to me. That tells me a lot about you just as a person. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> it does, though. It kind of does reveal a bit, like... You know, people are going into my house and I have a double chest that's literally almost totally full of 64 stacks of cobblestone. Like, what are you going to use that cobblestone for? I'm like, I don't know. Something maybe like, I I, I you know, (laughs) I've been using it. I've been using all of your cobblestone to make stone tools because I can't be bothered to go get get decent tools. (laughs) So if I get a diamond pickaxe, I'll be set. But right now I'm happy to use just the stone tools because for me, it gives me a way to like step away from my project and like, I got to go make some tools, you know, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's been really fun. There's something about it in the terms of like, okay, for me, if I have a project in mind, it's like, okay, I'm going to do this thing. Excuse me. You can, unlike many, a lot of other games, you can become goal oriented and you can almost just shut your brain off. Mm-hmm. And that may sound, some people will hear that, maybe non-gamers would hear that and be like, shut your game off or your brain off. That's why would you want to do that? And it's like, well, we all find ways to shut our brains off, whether mm-hmm. it's music or a podcast or a video or TV, TV or movies. We all yeah. find ways to shut our brains off and escape. And Minecraft looks unimpressive mm-hmm. unless you install some shaders, which we're playing on the Mi- the Windows 10 edition because the multiplayer would be cool. But yeah, the shaders look incredible. But I mean, it doesn't look good. The combat isn't great, but there's something about it. Mm-hmm. There's something about the open nature of it and and the way that it interacts with your imagination. Yeah, the way that, definitely. The way, the way that it allows you to think of something and then it makes accomplishing that goal not trivially easy, but also not crushingly hard. Like, you can yeah. do it. Yeah. You know, like... You know, I'll, like I'll use the example of, um, let's see here, uh, Ray, you know, th- this is even smaller now by a good margin than it was before, but he's been, you know, making this insane garden plantation. thing. <laughs> and, you know, he's been working at this off and on for like literally hours. And mm-hmm. people people might look at that and be like, 
why would I waste the time? Why would you do that? It's like, well, well we're not... using it though. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, but in the grander sense, you know, yeah. in, the, in the game, it makes sense because it, it's a, it's a yeah. never-ending food source. Yeah. In the game world, sure. In the real world, people might be like, why would you want to waste, you know, hours of your life placing dirt, buckets of water, planks, planks around, you know, what's the point? It's almost like art though. It's like, it's, it's, you kind of dip into like expression as well. Well, it's, it's hours at a time that you're not stressed about work. Mm-hmm. You're not stressed about interpersonal shit. Yeah. You're just working on this thing. You've turned your brain off and you've turned on a different side of your brain that you almost never get to use in, in day-to-day life. Yes. You never get to be pricing. creative. And there's, there's something about it. Like there's a reason that after, after, you know, a while I wanted to jump up in, you know, copy my server over and fly mm-hmm. so that I could see, you know, from above. Cause you can't, you, you, you can't like, I've jumped into, you know, someone else's server the other day and they're like, Oh, look at all the stuff we didn't like. And it was fine. But mm-hmm. like each one of us, I feel like has created something on the scale of what their server had. And there's, yeah five of us each creating something on that scale in that, you know, we're all just, you know, neighbors and we're all just building out these huge things. Yeah. And doing I all love this. that. So you pop in and you go over to Daniel's and like, Oh man, that looks really good. How, you know, when, yeah. when did you do that? <laughs> oh yeah, I did that earlier today. And you know, you go over to right. Hey man, your garden's gotten even bigger. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, and we're all just in there talking and, and, you know, having a good time and, and experimenting and trying things. Jacob's trying to build a, a, what is it some sort of crazy contraption to like replicate wood yeah Yeah. something like that he's been working at that for like the last (laughs) two days trying to figure out what's not working and yeah there's there's it, it is it is unlike anything else in terms of being a communal a communal space to go to that is unproblematic and not stressful but also not so easy that no one cares because yeah. you need the challenge. People need a mm-hmm. challenge. That's why people play Demon Souls and things like that. Some people want more of a challenge than others. Yeah. I tend to be someone that, you know, the harder the challenge, the more rewarding it the is when you, when you, yeah, when you accomplish it. Mm-hmm. And what's so interesting about Minecraft is you can create your own challenges on your own scale. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what's yeah. so, so interesting about it. Is it, it scales to you. If you if mm-hmm. you're if you're a kid and you don't you don't really you know you're not trying to do anything crazy. You're just trying to like, oh look at this house I made, mom. Mm-hmm. Sure, you made a dirt house with some you for learn how to make and glass windows. Like, and she's like, yeah, that's great, honey. Or you're an adult and you're like, I made this contraption made of these duplicators and redstone and these switches and it goes up and does all these things and then you got to swim up a waterfall to get to the top of it. When you turn it on, it duplicates a tree and TNT falls and blows up the tree and then the bits of wood go filter into a box and then, you know, you can, it scales endlessly to as simple or to as complex as you want it to be. Yeah. So you can say, I'm going to make this giant maze and it's going to be hard (laughs) for me, but not so hard that I'll never accomplish it. Yeah. I can say, I'm going to dig down to block 12 and start clearing out acres and acres of land looking for diamonds. Oh, that's, that'd be cool to have like an underground tunnel system though. I have one. It's right in my front yard. You've not been down might, there. It's what I've been no, doing. No, I haven't. It's what I've I been doing when I'm not talking for minutes on end. I'm just down there, <laughs> just chipping away. OCD, just taking its taking hold. 
maybe that's what maybe that's what so maybe that's what it is maybe it's the way that it scales mm -hmm. i think that... so um i i one thing that i really enjoyed was jacob came over and this this just you know like you're talking about it being like an unprob unproblematic community or whatever whatever um, he came over, and, and at this point, I don't think I had started on the maze. I think I was trying to clear out, like, one of the mountains behind me, and I started stacking it like a pyramid and then did the same thing on the inside of it, kind of stacked down like that. And he goes, oh, man, that's sick. Uh, uh, are you going to put water in there? Are you going to make it a pool? And I was like, yeah. I was, like, thinking about it, and, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. Like, just, like, bouncing ideas off yeah. of each other, and then I do it, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, this is, like, really cool, you know? I mean, just, just, I haven't looked at everybody else's, uh, places in a while. I've been stuck on the maze, uh, but I'm going to go take a look and it's just really for me, like, because I'm very much into art and I like to expression. see expression. I like to see what people do who you don't really get that sense from, you know, like for me, like you and Ray and Jacob and Daniel, like I don't really know what kind of artistic abilities you guys have, but then I go in and I see what you've done and I'm like, well, that's like really cool. It's and just it's... a side that you, you get to see inside someone's thinking, like inside their mind, like how they think. And it's just really cool to me. Well, and it's, yeah, it's interesting too, because like you look at like the garden and it's like, okay, well it's, very regimented like he could have made two two <laughs> blocks of uh, two squares of grass between you know spaced out but but he didn't he wanted to do one it's very equal distances and it's all very you know symmetrical or, it's very orderly and and that yeah. that's and that's telling and then you know you look at it, it really does show it gives you sort of a weird window into into the way that the people's the people's minds work yeah I'm I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm hoping we can stay on the same server and keep expanding, but I kind of have a feeling that we're going to have to like eventually move to a different area that's a little bit more inviting or create an area that is inviting. I don't know. I'm not sure about that one, but it's been really good. I like the desert area. Yeah. Um yeah, it's been it's been it's been interesting. I've definitely had a few moments where I've been like, I'm not really sure what I want to be doing, but then the second you have a stroke of inspiration, then it it kicks back in and you and you get rolling again, and then off you go. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Right now, I'm sitting here looking at a web browser page. We, we are we're actually recording this earlier than usual. It's it's actually it, recording. It's Thursday, November the twelfth. It won't be out until the fourteenth. And as I'm sitting here re recording this. I'm looking at Walmart's uh, website showing orders starting in 36 minutes for the PlayStation 5. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I got a feeling it's going to be real damn hard to get in there and get an order. Their website's probably going to just fucking crash. But going to try? I think, I don't know. I think that, I think that you're... <laughs> I think we should. <laughs> I think that you're much more um, gung-ho about it than I am as far as getting one. Like, I don't... It's really weird for me to not be like, hell yeah, let's try and get one. Because like I've, you know, that's just, I, I'm, I'm an early adopter. I want, I want the new hardware. Mm -hmm. But I have a fear that, I, that I'll buy it 
we'll get we would get the digital edition because who I don't care about discs. If we could get yeah, the digital right. edition, it's a hundred dollars cheaper. It's three ninety nine. I'm I'm afraid that we would get it, and I would hook it up in the living room, and there it would sit gathering dust. That we would that we would play it. You know, maybe when God of War comes out, you'd play it. I don't know when I'm ever. I don't know when I'd ever play it. I really don't. And maybe well, that's I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I would get it and I'd see Ratchet and Clank and I'd like fall in love with it. But like, <laughs> I stopped playing my PS4 like what two years ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, why would I play the PS5? What what would what what but do you think like, would draw you back in? There's a lot that's drawing me back in. God of War is like the number one thing, but we don't know when that's gonna be out. I mean, we, have, we don't. We know. have a release date. I don't think we do. I think they just were like, yeah, we're gonna make it. Um, unless it was next Ragnarok. year. 2021, yeah. I think, is all that we're yeah. being told. It was like, yeah, like December 2021 was like what I was seeing online. Um, but there's also Forbidden West. Um, the Ratchet and Clank actually did look good. Um, also, there was something else that, what was it? Was it the new, there's a new Crash Bandicoot game that they're making or something like that and that's been kind of pulling me back a little bit too but i mean i feel like with the ps4 spider-man you know yeah spider-man that's right there was kind of a drought where there weren't a lot of games that were coming out that really enticed uh either of us to play you know i think god of war was the last one that i really played on my ps4 that i got into i tried playing the last of us too but i just Listen, I just don't care about that game. Um, it, it's good, but it's not, like, great. Uh, but your style of gaming is different than mine. Yeah. You like competitive stuff. I don't really like competitive stuff. And I wouldn't play anything competitive on a console at all. But the campaign-style games, story-driven games, I feel like those are perfect for consoles. And that's sure. I am still into those games. Sure. So there, there's more on PlayStation to come, I think. But it, like I said, if we could get away from exclusive games and we just had games that popped up on PC that are typically Sony games, I wouldn't be looking at a PS5. I wouldn't care. If I knew that Forbidden West and God of War 5, or God of War 5, Ragnarok was going to be coming to PC, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care about it at all. I would not want to go in there and hook up a console and play it. Yeah. But, I mean, it'd be like that with, you know, any game that I have on the Switch, too. Any Nintendo game, which we'll never live in a world where Nintendo games... You're still playing your Switch. I am, yeah. Their mind sits somewhere over there, and I've I've not played it in in a good while. Yeah, I play my Switch for the games that are on there, but if they were on PC, I'd play them on PC. So. You're you're just following the games that you'd like to play. Yeah, that's all it is for me. Do you care any? This is probably a weird question. Do you care anything about the physical appearance of the console? I don't. I don't love it. Um, I like the white color. I don't think I've had any of the white editions of the PlayStation. I am afraid that it might be a little bit fragile, <laughs> like the little wingtips that come up, like where there there's that space right panels. there. I think that'd be I, okay. I feel like that would be like I feel like I could 
like push it. I don't know why. It just looks a little goofy. I'm hoping the controller is going to be comfortable for me because I've, I have smaller hands. Strangely enough, I have heard from every review, evidently the controller is fantastic. The haptic yeah. feedbacks, the triggers, apparently they're incredible. Yeah, I'm I'm concerned about um the features that they're going to have on the controller. And I know we talked about this in one of the previous episodes about how they're going to have different features because typically like rumble kind of bothers me a little bit. I don't really like the sensation of it in my hands, but if they do it in a way that's not jarring, that actually is going to be immersive, then I'm probably not going to care, but I won't know until my hands are on it. So I don't, well, I think that there's a big difference between your standard rumble, which is just, just a generic burr in your hand that doesn't, you know, yeah, cause I don't like that. that you know, whatever. I think that having something that is a more tactile, you know, people have talked about how, you know, in Fortnite you can feel, you could, with audio off, fire a shotgun, fire an SMG, fire a pistol, and you're going to be able to tell from the haptics alone. Or, you know, what material your character's walking on. Is that ice? Is that dirt? Is that metal? Yeah. You know, that, that stuff actually is is really, really cool, and I'm intrigued by it. The controller looks good. I think I've, I might I've, like that. I've always been a fan of the DualShock controller. Um, mm-hmm. I've used, I've, I've been a PlayStation gamer, my, like, most of my life. When I left, when I went from GameCube, I got the Wii, and then I got a PS3 about maybe two years later. And I've been, I played the PS3 to death. Played my PS4 to death until the end of, you know, maybe maybe two years, two years ago. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've spent, if you're just going just by hours logged, PlayStation is where I've spent. Because, I you know, strangely enough, I wasn't a huge gamer when I was younger. I started mm-hmm. gaming, I've ga- I gamed more probably from the time I was maybe 16 to maybe 25. It's probably That's the time I spent the most time playing games. And I don't, I mean, I don't spend a ton of time now gaming, not with Minecraft. We've been on there quite a bit here lately, but, um, so PlayStation is where I've spent, I've probably logged the most hours holding a PlayStation 4 or a DualShock controller in my hand. Yeah. So I'm interested in it. It looks, it looks good to go back to the appearance thing is people probably think I'm crazy for saying or thinking this, but I think the PlayStation 5 looks like ass. I think that that is it is freaking enormous, first mm-hmm. off. And like, like it's. I don't think we even really understand how big it is until like we see it in person. It's huge. I it don't know. It looks like a gigantic router. It, yeah, it looks like a gaming router that someone put on steroids. I keep joking that it mm-hmm. looks like an alien Pope hat. Like, it, it, looks, it looks stupid. To me, I look at the Xbox Series X. It's this sleek you know rectangle it's black tower it's matte it's got the vent up top you know i look at that and i'm like yeah that looks good i'd like that would look cool next to your tv it looks minimal it looks good ps5 does not look uh, does not look minimal at all it is so extra it is so over the top it is extra (laughs) it looks like it looks like what someone in 2010 thought 2030 would look like. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it just it just looks strange to me. And then the size of it. Like, we have to honestly consider, like, if we did buy it, where are we going to put it next to the TV? We're going to put it where my Switch was. It won't fit there. Well, it'll 
next to it it will it will not cabinet. it will not fit there it won't fit on the cabinet on the top shelf no it is it is too deep either mm. either either on the shelf or on the the even if you turn it sideways that's maybe the only option it's gonna be sideways and you're just gonna see cables coming out of the back of it towards the tv it's gonna look stupid mm. we can put it down below like where the fireplace is and then cables are running up to the tv it's a disaster well, we'll figure it, it's physically we'll figure ridiculous it We'll figure it out. It'll be okay. That's a concern for me. I know it's a weird concern because people are like, who cares? But like, I don't like, I don't know. I don't like stuff that's ugly. I don't like stuff that looks weird. And to me, you can have your own opinion. A lot of people like the way the PS5 looks. And maybe I think differently in person. I kind of think that I won't because I think when I see it in person, I'm going to be even more astounded by how gargantuan it is and trying to fit that, you know, over there. And again, this is slightly hypocritical because there sits my tower, which is two feet tall by, you know, two feet wide. It's enormous. But I, that was intentional and it was, it's worked into, you know, it's not in the way. It's behind my monitor. Like it doesn't, you know, I've got a purposefully large desk <laughs> to accommodate my large tower. And also I go into my tower to work on things sometimes. If I'm going to replace my, my GP or my or anything, I door opens up, I get in there. I'm not going to go inside my PlayStation. It's just big for no reason. Why is it so big? I don't know. The Xbox Series X is like right there with it in raw power. And it's like 50% smaller. So like, what are y'all doing? Why is it so huge? You know, maybe in three years... 3% of Xbox Series X's will have overheated and died and like 0.1% of PS5's will have because they made them bigger and they cooled better or something. Maybe we'll know in a few years. But for now, I'm like, just looks weird to me. Mm. I'm not against getting it. I mean, look, if I got it, I could... Part of me is like, I could cover it on the YouTube channel, but like, no one's going to watch that video because like... You don't know uh, that. Excuse me. Everyone's covering it. So like, you know... For a smaller YouTuber like me, I need to find a niche. And the PS5 is yeah, not a niche. The PS5 is an followers... ocean full of sharks. Yeah, but they the people who follow you might want to know, like, your opinion on sure. it. Sure. I mean, you, I, you know, might get a couple hundred views. But the idea, you know, with my Surface Duo coverage where I can routinely, you know, top a thousand. There, might, there could be someone out there that's like, I, you know, I trust the Shane guy. I trust his sure. opinion. I want to see what he thinks about this. Is it is it a good fit for me? Because... We tend to like the same things. It's not that no one would watch it, but it's that it would be a very difficult market to, a very difficult niche or market to break into. Where I, I try and find a smaller, I try and find a smaller pond to be a bigger fish in. That's a pond that I'm, I'm, I'm a, you know, what, what would you say? I'm a little puffer fish trying to look big and I'm in a, ocean surrounded by great whites you know and i'm like hey <laughs> look at me you know so i i think i would like to have one first of all it's not all about you no sure <laughs> sure keep in mind keep in mind i've got these pages open you know and if we did get one it would be primarily for you yeah. i mean I, I would i would i mean obviously i would have an, a, an account on there but you know i wouldn't be doing it because yeah. oh, because I want a PlayStation Five. I would be doing it because you know because I know I know that eventually we will have one. Yeah. The, que the question is, do we wait until God of War is out, Horizon is out, you know, and then we then we 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 go for it, or do we do it now 
and then it sits there until it, it waits. We just it just sits there by the TV waiting. Yeah, for... there's already. I mean, there are games that are already out for it. So it's not like there's not games out for it. There I know, are but, games out. For but are there it. games out for it that that you care about? Yeah, it, the Spider-Man game. I mean, but, that one. Like, I'm like pretty excited about that one, and then. I'm sure that there are other few ones as well. Plus, I think uh, they have backwards compatibility too, so. Yeah, but I don't care about that. Yeah, but I do because if that means that I can play some of my games on PS5, then I don't really need to have my PS4 anymore. And then yeah. that's something that we could free up. Yeah. Because I don't got... like having unnecessary things. Like, I've got my Wii that I haven't touched in forever that I bought so I could play Super Mario Sunshine. And now I have that on my Switch, which is awesome. Yeah. So... Like, to me, it's, it's, there are benefits to it. Also, it's exciting because, you know, I've never gotten that many consoles because I was poor growing up. So when I got my PS3, I got that for Christmas. And I remember feeling, you know, I'm nostalgic about that. I got my PS1 when we moved to Tennessee and, you know, we didn't have any friends and we didn't know anybody, but I made friends because I had a PS1, you know? And I got my GameCube as a gift for doing like, two summers of babysitting in a row without getting paid basically i got a tv and a gamecube so like for me it's almost like yeah it's expensive and there might not be a lot of games for it now but it's like we've also gotten to the point where if we want something we can find a way to get it and enjoy it and for me like i'm not gonna pass up that ability to to get something i want sure (laughs) if i can definitely do it it's just I don't know. I, I have a lot of emotional attachments to to PlayStation, and I think I always will. I'll never not get excited when I hear the startup music, and ah, there's just a lot, you know. And there's a lot of I have a lot of hopes, like maybe a new Uncharted game eventually, which might not ever happen, or to once again play a Tomb Raider game on. I, I like playing it on PC, but there's something nostalgic nostalgic about playing it on playstation for me it feels it feels like home to you it does feel like home for sure so there's a lot that i i have i have high hopes so sure sure all very valid like i said we'll wind up with one eventually and for people that are that will hear this and say oh clearly now they're playstation bias we have pcs yeah why would anybody that own two high-end gaming PCs, or at least mid- to high-range high gaming PCs, why would you buy an Xbox? We don't need to. We can play their games here. We can just play them here. So so yeah. I will continue playing, quote-unquote, Microsoft games, and then we will get our PlayStation to handle those. And we both have a Switch. We've had two PS2s, or PS2s, mm-hmm. good Lord, two PS4s, two gaming PCs. We're just gamers. We're not, you know, we have no allegiance in that regard, and just because we can say, played a lot of PlayStation games, like a lot of PlayStation games, that's fine. But that doesn't mean that we're like, you know, people be like, oh, you're, I've had so many people, you know, like I'd post a video that would be, you know, something like, uh, hey, the PS5 doesn't have quick resume, and people would be like, ah, you're biased, or like, it's like, no, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm <laughs> just Satan, Satan stuff as it is. So You're Satan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I heard so, you say I'm, I'm Satan. <laughs> I said I'm, I'm stating things as it I know. is. I heard Satan. I like that. <laughs> Some people may think that. I don't know. So Specifically because of your bias. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, for sure. That's what it is. 
But guys, I think that's going to bring us to the end of this episode. You can always head over to scaryflutteral.com. There's links to all of our stuff there, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and so forth. Follow us on Twitter at scaryflutteral. Great way to interact with us and ask questions, talk to us, and so forth and so on. Thank you for joining me today, Jesse. My name is Shane. This was Podcast Revived. And until next time, stay nerdy, my friends. <laughs>